ladies and gentlemen. This is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's Healthcare Advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA on 150 affiliates. Thanks to all of you in our listening audience. Our producer today, Mr. J.P. Stacy. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. If you have a question or a comment, you can go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. AmericasHealthcareAdvocate.com. Send me an email. I'll be happy to get back to you with any question you may have. We get a lot of questions this time of year from folks struggling with health insurance, health care issues, etc. Feel free to send me an email. As I said, we'll be happy to get back to you. By the way, if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's pretty simple. It's Carrie, C-A-R-Y, Hall, H-A-L-L, or America's Healthcare Advocate. Now, look, I don't know why there are two of them, but there are, so whatever. But you can go to either one of those if you care to follow us on Facebook. All the shows are posted on the website. We also make people aware of those shows on the Facebook pages. And if you hear a show you want to tell somebody about the show, go back up to the website. All the podcasts are there. Um, and you are able to advise someone if they want to listen to it or you want to tell somebody, go up there, listen to the show. It might be of interest to you. So again, americashealthcareadvocate.com. And the phone number, should you have a question you want to call, you will not be put on the air because we have guests in studio today. However, you can call. Operators are standing by, and they're happy to take your calls. The number is 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. All right, today we are doing, I think this is a third or the fourth in a series of shows we're doing on Spiracare. Those are the Blue KC Care Centers that have been opened in and around the Kansas City Metro. And this is a show, this particular show today, is one that I have waited some time to do. And thanks to Stacy Shopman over at Blue KC, we're going to get to do it today. Because joining me in studio is Dr. Becky Gernan, Medical Director at Blue KC and Care. Welcome, doctor. Thank you. Yes, and Sarah Nelson-Johns, Behavioral Health Consultant at Care, who I met when we did our tour and shot all of our videos over at Spiracare. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Welcome to me, I guess, too. Yeah, well, we're, we're just thrilled to have you both in here. It's been a long time, and it's great to have uh, uh, two folks in here uh, from the medical side of the equation that can talk about this program. You know, uh, t- it's kind of funny. I'll, I'll tell you a little anecdote this morning. We had, we had I have a broker who's a friend of mine who uh, was in the process of, of renewing a particular group and had not done anything with Spiracare, and I urged him to take the time to go over and take a look at the care center. And he went over to the one on Shawnee Mission where you're at, Sarah, mm-hmm. um, did a tour with his staff, was totally enamored with it, called me this morning from St. Louis, Missouri, and said, I just want to let you know that he wrote the policy on Spiracare. And this was a this was a physical therapy group in mm-hmm. Overland Park. So these were doctors and physical therapists. They went over and went through the clinic, and he told me this morning, 
they were absolutely giddy, Carrie. They were giddy about the clinic and about the care center and everything that it had to offer. So I think this model, which is significantly different, doctor, um, let's talk about that and, and why it's different. And then let's talk about what a difference that makes to physicians and to uh, clinicians and practitioners like Sarah in this environment versus doing it in the, in the, in the traditional way, if you will. Doctor? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Gary, for having us. We're excited to be here and get to talk about our favorite subject, SpiraCare. Um, SpiraCare is reimagined primary care, and that means a lot of different things, but we aimed to create a care experience for members where we would offer care and coverage under one roof, um, working to achieve whole person care with the idea of working towards the quadruple aim. And that quadruple aim is a variation on what we used to call the triple aim. Triple aim used to be improving care, improving uh, patient experience, and lowering costs. And Inspire Care and across the nation, we've added the quadruple aim, the fourth aim being care of the care team, which is also so important to us in Inspire Care. Um, creating an experience for caregivers and, and care team members that is a uh, really reimagined. Um, day in the life of a, a care provider at SpiraCare. So whether it's a doctor or whether it's a behavioral health uh, expert like Sarah or whether it's one of your guides, um, this is a totally different experience. I mean, the, the, you know, having spent quite a bit of time over there doing 14 videos and, you know, meeting everybody and talking with everybody and going through the clinics and going back and working with Dave Olson and, you know, the other folks on the staff uh, that, that created this model, um, it, it's got to be a completely different environment. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about the, 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 the patient, the, the policy holder and all the rest of it. Yep. But for the time being, it's got to be a completely different environment for all the caregivers. Yes, it is. It is. Um, I was uh, with our spiral care orientation last week. I was giving a presentation about this very topic and um, reflected on how it used to feel to be in practice in a sort of more typical traditional primary care environment. And one author called it being in the frantic bubble, a sort of bubble, I like that. I gotta remember that. <laughs> a bubble of uh, frantic energy and um, uh, sometimes feeling very isolated and alone and trying to care for a patient, just that duo of physician and patient uh, together. And now with SpiraCare, what we're doing and in team-based primary care, where we're expanding that. And so we're spreading sort of spreading the love with responsibilities for our members and everyone working at the top of their licenses, taking some of the pressure off of the primary care provider, him or herself, so that everyone is working at the top of their license. So Sarah, what has this meant for you personally to, to move to this environment from a typical clinic environment or, or, or a hospital environment? What has this meant for you in terms of the way you practice? We all sit together. All the professionals are together, and we do talk about uh, member challenges or um, diagnoses that we need help with. And so it actually is integrated in terms of how uh, we work in the back room, essentially. But then when we're with patients, if I notice something that I'm thinking, this is not for behavioral health, there's something going on in here, I really can just walk out of the room or send a message to the provider and say, can you fit this person in? Is there something we can do today? Um, I have had people with really complicated medical backgrounds who really need some education from a care guide. I've been able to connect them to nurse care guides immediately and say, I think they need some more education about even what their medicines are supposed to do or when they're supposed to be taking it. And we have that opportunity to really reinforce um, healthcare principles and, and good practices. 
So how how different is that, doctor, from the typical environment where what Sarah just described, well, okay, I've got to get a referral out and I've got to go try to find somebody and we've got to get an appointment and that's going to be two weeks out or three weeks out. Right. Meanwhile, this person has a problem and it's not being addressed. Right. You know, in traditional practice, I found that um, that a good deal of a patient encounter was spent uh, debriefing patients' worries about what was going to be covered, how will I know where to go for this referral that you are setting up for me. And in the SpiraCare world, all of those things are, are taken care of with other members of the care team so that the physician time, the provider time, can really be spent just addressing what medical providers are supposed to be addressing. And really, that's kind of the key, isn't it? You, you, you really kind of hit on it right there. The physician time, the, the, the caregiver time, whether it's Sarah, whether it's you, whether it's one of the doctors or one of the nurses, that time is concentrating on what the problem is. Not, not concentrating on the bureaucracy out, out here and how to navigate a very complicated healthcare system or do what you just said where you're trying to talk to the patient. The patient's going, well, well, what am I going to do and how am I going to get to that? And where's that appointment going to be and how soon am I going to get in? All that stuff goes by the wayside. And you're actually dealing with the issue at hand with the patient, yes? Absolutely. And I think um, that uh, so many members and patients these days are, are struggling with health insurance concepts and understanding their health insurance. And that's why InspiraCare, we've aimed to make it uh, very, very simple. That's one of the guiding principles. Yeah. And, you know, Sarah, I think that's one of the things that I thought was most amazing uh, in the time that I spent at the care centers was that there is actually somebody there to go through the health insurance benefits and say, this is what you've got. This is what's going to cost. We're going to take care of this. We're going to take care of that. How much of a burden does that take away from these folks as we go to break here? It's been wonderful. The uh, care guides, some focus on benefits and some focus on uh, the medical aspect of it. And so we actually have a fully comprehensive way of embracing whatever that patient is going to be facing so that we can give them what they need. And that's exactly what you're trying to do and what you are doing. All right. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the specific things that are being covered here. I'm going to go through these with Dr. and with Sarah on a bullet point by bullet point. So you'll hear exactly what care is provided at the Spira Care Centers. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. If you want information on SpiraCare, go to the website spiracare.com, spiracare.com, or the phone number 816-395-2939, 816-395-2939. They're happy to chat with you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break here on America's Healthcare Advocate. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email if you've got a question. We are happy to help you with anything that we can. Our producer, Mr. J.P. Stacy. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue this conversation with Dr. Becky Gernon and Sarah Nelson-Johns from Blue KC Spiracare Center. Like I said, this is a show I've wanted to do for a long time. This is, I think, our fourth in this series or fifth in this series on Spiracare. You know, this is a, look, I've been doing health insurance for 19 years, 20 years, my wife just reminded me the other day. Okay, this is a totally different way of delivering 
health care and a totally different way of delivering health insurance. It's putting two pieces of the puzzle together, probably the two biggest pieces. You heard doctor talk about that. That's patient care or member care, if you will, um, and cost. And that's what this does. Um, you heard me tell that story in the opening segment about um, a, a broker of, who's a friend of mine who recently moved um, a, a group over out of a level premium plan. And you know what? I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but he saved $48,000 on 11 life group and improved their care. No deductible, no coinsurance and no copay for those services inside the clinic. So inside, inside the care center, I got to stop using that word clinic. Having said that, um, it's an opportunity. If you're a broker out there, an agent out there, you need to look at this and you need to present it to your to your clients and give them the opportunity. And if you're an employer, you need to ask your broker, hey, what about those Spiracare centers? I want to know more about that. If you want to learn, 816-395-2939, 816-395-2939, or Spiracare.com, Spiracare.com. Okay, doctor, I think it's important. You know, we've kind of talked about generalization. Let's talk about the very specific things that are offered in each and every one of the care centers. Okay. We offer routine preventive care, um, which includes uh, adult and pediatric primary care, um, offering it from infants all the way to uh, senior citizens, cradle-to-grave care. So infant is a big deal. So infant care is available directly at the Spiro Care Centers. Infant care is uh, well within the scope of the mostly the family practice physicians and uh, family practice uh, mid-level providers in the care centers, absolutely. Um, we also offer chronic condition management, behavioral health consultations, which is my favorite topic. Uh, we offer digital x-rays, lab draws, and we also uh, offer prescription uh, fills at the care centers through uh, prescription kiosks. We offer about 50 of the most common commonly prescribed medications. So basically, it's a, you know, as Dave Olson likes to say, it's a one-stop shop. That is our goal. Yeah, you come in, um, you see a physician. By the way, this is kind of interesting. This is one of the things that I, I, I harp on constantly when I talk about this. The average time a, a patient spends with a primary care physician in the United States is seven minutes. Yes. It's a little different at Spira Care. It is very It's a different. lot different at Spira Care. And I think that's huge. Okay? Yes. Um, in addition to the fact that they are basically getting everything done there, including uh, referrals to specialists, which you talked about in the previous segment, they, people actually do that for them. Um, uh, uh, patient wellness follow-up, um, you know, the care team, the whole nine yards, that, that's all part of this. So, Sarah, let's talk a little bit about, because doctor said her favorite topic. I know it's your favorite topic because it's what you do. One of the things that surprised me the most, you know, when I came to the Spira Care Center over on Shawnee was behavioral health mm -hmm. inside mm -hmm. uh, inside a primary care facility. What's going on here? So talk about that, because I think that's pretty amazing, frankly, that, you know, there are a lot of issues that revolve around behavioral health. Mm. Um, you know, I just did a show um, last week with Dr. Tracy Stevens where we talked about, you know, she talked about take ownership of your health, um, that, you know, the, at, people at risk for blood pressure, heart attack, stroke, all the rest of it. 90% of that is caused by behavioral issues. So yes. talk about that a little bit. I think the big <laughs> challenge is that making behavioral change is hard. And so we're trying to offer all the supports that we can. Um, sometimes it's health stressors like chronic health conditions where they do need to make lifestyle changes. And um, most of us live with other people. And so that means getting other people in our household to support us as well and working within the family structure. 
Um, sometimes it's life stressors, whether it's work or family problems, um, relationships, even financial stressors can be very, very uh, difficult. Um, in addition, a lot of people do have mood disorders. And so we try and really offer a flexible way of responding to people's behavioral health needs. If we think about behavioral health strictly as a 50-minute therapy session, we are not doing enough and we're not doing it right because we're not catching people who just need 10 minutes to say, okay, I'd like you to work on your sleep. Okay, I want you to just park farther away and work on adding a few more steps and I'll see you in two weeks and I want to know how you've done. So we can really hold people accountable for the behavioral change, whether it's to make a difference in their medical health or their mental health. Um, a lot of people say to me, but I don't have time. I take, I take care of so many people. And really what we want them to do is learn how to take care of themselves first so that they can continue to take care of so many people. You know, she said two things her doctor I thought were interesting. I'm going to point out engagement and follow-up. Go ahead. I was going to add one thing to, to Sarah's comments. I think some folks have historically had unhealthy relationships with the healthcare <coughs> system as a whole. And one thing that we're aiming to do in SpiraCare is to create a healthier relationship between patient members and the healthcare system. Um, and that unhealthy relationship historically for patients and members has created situations where um, patients often go to the emergency room when it's unnecessary. The worst place to get care Absolutely. at the most expensive point of service you can have with the worst outcomes. Patients feel disconnected from their primary care teams sometimes. And so we're aiming to uh, very broadly create healthier engagement and healthier relationships for our members um, in SpiraCare. You know, you said something, Sarah, I thought was kind of interesting. Um, if you don't need a 50-minute session, mm -hmm. then a typical behavioral health setting, mm -hmm. you're booked for a 50. I don't need 50 minutes. Right. I need I need 10 minutes. Well, I need 20 minutes, or I need a half an hour. Okay, or maybe I do need 50 minutes, but you're, you've got the flexibility that is completely different, yes? Yes, I come into the medical room. So if the provider identifies some immediate behavioral health needs, I can come right into the medical room, the exam room, and sit down with the patient and work on a plan immediately on whatever problem it is that is affecting their overall health. So how important is that, doctor, that, that Sarah's able to come right in and it's right there? We call that a warm handoff, and it's critically important. Um, I practiced this way in, a, in my previous life, and it's critically important. We find in, in traditional primary care, when we refer patients to outside behavioral health specialists, only about half of patients ever go. Um, and of those half of the patients that go, only half of those patients go more than one time. And so what we're really doing in that warm handoff is transferring our relationship with the patient to the behavioral health clinician, transferring some of that trust that's hard sometimes to um, garner initially, but it's, it's very, uh, it's very swiftly done in this environment. Yeah, it's a completely different model, Sarah. Uh, you, you're essentially, you're talking about 25% at the end of the day in a typical model in the way that it works. So. Mm -hmm. All right, when we come back from the break, we're going to kind of get in the weeds here a little bit on, on, on the Spire Care Center. We're going to talk more about the benefits and, and how all of that is navigated and, and some of the other things that they do for you. If you have questions, the phone number is 816-395-2939. Hey, if you want to have a tour, you want to book a tour and just go see what it looks like, call them. They'll be happy to do it for you. Um, or go to the website, spiracare.com, spiracare.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back after the break.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. By the way, um, you hear this today and maybe, you know, maybe you're in a brokerage office and you've got three or four other people in there. You might want to go up and suggest they listen to this podcast so they can learn um, how this actually works and why it might be a benefit. And and if you're... um, you know, a partner in a company, maybe you're the human resource director or you're one of the partners, whatever the case may be. Um, you might want to recommend to your owners, your other owners, your partners, your boss, whatever the case may be, that they go up and listen to the podcast on americashealthcareadvocate.com. Um, all, again, it's an explanation of how this works and why it works, uh, why the Spira Care Centers are so different. In studio with me, Dr. Becky Gernan and Sarah Nelson-Johns from Blue KC Spira Care Centers. We are happy to have them here today. Like I said, it's taken some time to get them in the studio, but this is a show I've wanted to do for a long time. If you want to learn more about how this works, and you know, we're going to talk in this segment about cost control, redu- reduce cost, and why that happens. Uh, how you, you heard doctor in the, in the opening segment talk about how they married these things together to make it work. Well, we're going to talk about that now. But if you want to learn how that works and how it can be a better experience for your employees, call the number 816-395-2939. Schedule a tour. Go take a look. Kick the tires. See what you think of it. 816-395-2939 or the website spiracare.com. A ton of information up there on the website about Spiracare how it works. I guarantee if you take a look at this, I think you're going to be very interested in it. And by the way, it's available for groups down to two lives. That's really important to understand. You know, as a broker for 20 years, small groups have always been up against it, especially after ACA, Obamacare, and the regs that came in. The numbers went through the roof for a lot of folks. This is a way to get costs under control and provide a better experience for your employees. Spiracare.com. All right, doctor, let's talk about that, you know, because all of this stuff works and it's good from a patient care standpoint, uh, from from a, a policyholder standpoint, a member standpoint. But if it doesn't make sense financially, the employer can't afford to do it. And that's one of the biggest problems we've had. Most of these care models that, that I see, whether, you know, the other companies provide this, this cost of this is on top of, it's not included in, it's on top of what you're paying for health insurance. So this is a completely different model that moves toward cost control. Address that a little bit. Absolutely. So a um, hundred years ago, if we look back and think about what was causing most of the disease for Americans and across the world, it was infectious disease probably. Now it's chronic disease. And the burdens of chronic disease are uh, really staggering when we look at healthcare costs as well as overall um, burden of disease. And chronic disease management is behavioral health. Chronic diseases, uh, by chronic disease, I mean diabetes, COPD, asthma, heart disease, um, even depression and uh, anxiety states. But chronic disease management is behavioral health. And the best example of that, I like to use, is diabetes. Diabetics generally, type 2 diabetics, for example, are generally overweight, generally have trouble um, making healthy food choices. Uh, oftentimes are depressed, those two Because they're overweight. Perhaps, perhaps. um, Those two disease states really go hand in hand, and we find that um, historically we haven't addressed the depression piece very well, and we find in the literature suggests that if we address the underlying depression and underlying behavioral health 
conditions that are associated with diabetes, we not only make the uh, patient member um, better in terms of their depression, but we also, interestingly enough, change their diabetes. And so we reduce their hemoglobin A1C scores, for example, which are the marker for diabetes right. management. So we have an epidemic of uh, type 2 diabetes in this country. We do. And, mm-hmm. and, and more concerning, if you will, is we have an epidemic of children's type 2 diabetes yes. in this mm-hmm. country. And, and it's interesting to hear you say that this, you know, ties back to behavioral health because, as I mentioned earlier when I did that show with Dr. Stevens, talk, who's a cardiologist over at St. Luke's, she talked about the fact that 90% of this stuff is caused by behavioral issues. So, Sarah, this kind of mm-hmm. goes right to your wheelhouse. You know, how important is it to tell them little things like you really don't need to get that giant quick trip? It's cheap. Yeah, the big soda is its just a small little element, except it's really illustrative of some challenges that people have. So you get the big soda. It's your moment of taking a drink of cool, something good that you like. It's full of sugar. Um, and it's a really cheap way for short-term pleasure. The problem is it causes very big long-term health costs and uh, really becomes an ingrained pattern. So with that person in that type of example, we would work on where are the different ways that you could say no or make a different choice. And it may be for people who aren't really ready to consider reducing it, instead I say, okay, can you have water before you have the soda? So we work on what can you do to minimize the harm so they can start to experiment what would it feel like if you made better choices for yourself. For people who are ready to make different choices, then we talk about, okay, so what's going to trip you up when you drive past that place that you always get the soda? What are you going to do instead? So can you put music on in your car that you love to sing to? Can you call someone on the phone so you feel like you would be rude if you cut them off? Really changing the pattern instead of saying to that person, oh, you're so awful for wanting that soda. Why did you, you, know, why did you make that choice? Uh, instead, just looking at, well, what is it that you really want in that moment? And what most of us want when we're doing something that's habitual or pattern-based is we want to feel better. And so I try and help them find other ways to feel better. Doctor? I think um, what Sarah's talking about is is also reducing some of the stigma associated with these mm-hmm. uh, behavioral concerns that we all have and historically have been unwilling to share with our uh, medical providers. Mm-hmm. And in SpiraCare, what we're aiming to do is normalize the fact that we all have these underlying behavioral um, drives. They're just human glitches. things. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing works. Um, I don't know why we would uh, shame people when literally just food marketing works. It works on all of us. And so instead of finding ways to, to shame a person, really just saying, oh, okay, so here's what it do- does. Well, let's reduce its impact on you. You know, it's funny because you, you, if you talk to employers, and, and God knows I, you know, I talked to enough of them, and, and, and I just finished a whole series. In fact, I, last week I was in Wichita attending an employee enrollment meeting. That he does an annual fair every year for all of his employees. It's a manufacturing okay. firm. And and people want to make changes, mm-hmm. but it's funny because they don't know how to do it. Okay. <laughs> so what you just described is giving them a roadmap. I mean, I've never heard of have a have water before you have the soda. I assume that's mm-hmm. because it does two things, dilutes the soda, two, reduces the amount of liquid you can drink because yeah. you just drank a big thing of water, right? And actually, soda really, if you drink soda first, you tend to not want water because it, it tastes off. So there's actually a change in your taste bud. So if you drink the water first, you start to remember that water tastes good. That's really kind of interesting. A eureka moment for you, Yeah, I know. You know, what's interesting (laughs) is it's not rocket science, Mm -hmm. okay? And and go back, you know, when we start talking again about cost control, one of the things that you look, you know, that that we constantly hear is how do you bend the curve? How do you bend the curve? 
you, if you don't change the claims situation, if you don't change the, 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 the cost drivers, unit cost utilization, you're not going to change the, the, the cost in terms of what the employer is going to pay. If you're implementing these things that we're talking about, you're actually getting at the root cause of the things that are driving up the cost of health care. Yes, doctor? Yes, and another big thing in primary care is anxiety. I touched on depression earlier, but anxiety is often driving our patients and members to emergency rooms across the city. And one of the things that, that Sarah um, in her work is able to do is really address those anxious feelings head on. Um, many members with chronic disease states feel out of control, feel anxious about those things, and have an acute flare of an anxiety moment and, and don't know where to turn, and so often go to the emergency room. And what we're doing is, is teaching different tools to manage those anxieties so that members can engage in a healthier way with the healthcare system. So, Sarah, how, is it, how easy is it when doctor just mentions that moment or that mm -hmm. point mm -hmm. for someone to reach out and connect back with SpiraCare and say, I got a problem, I need to talk to somebody? Yeah, um, as long as we're open, it's a pretty easy process. If they're, if we have walk-ins available, if they just need to call in, um, we, we try and connect people very quickly. Um, the idea is to uh, address it in the moment. If we wait, things can become more emergent or more ingrained, and that's when you need higher levels of behavioral health care. Whereas uh, in our model, we try and hit it early, and we try and give you really effective tools right away. So the sooner you connect, doctor, the better the outcome? Definitely. Yes. And, and that makes a big difference. Let me tell you where the SpiraCare clinics are located. There are five of them right now. Shawnee, I-35, and Shawnee Mission Parkway, uh, where Sarah Nelson Johns is based. Olathe, I-35, and Black Bob. Crossroads area in downtown Kansas City. Yes, indeed, it's right literally about stone's throw from Blue Cross and Blue Shield's offices. Liberty I-35 and 152 in Lee Summit, uh, Summit Fair Shopping Center off Blue Parkway. So those are all, in other words, there, there are facilities all around the, uh, the city where your folks, whether wherever they may be working, can get to uh, in terms of accessing uh the Spira Care Centers. When I come back after the break, we'll uh, talk about some of the networks that are involved in the Blue Select Network and the Spira Care Network, some of the hospitals and providers, so you have a better understanding of that. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. You can learn more about Spira Care at spiracare.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. This show is posted up there in a podcast. If you want to share it with somebody, let them know. Go up to the website. It'll be there. My producer, the always perfect Mr. J.P. Stacy. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up this thing, we're going to wrap it up with Dr. Beck. Becky Gernan and Sarah Nelson-Johns, both from the Blue KC Spira Care Centers, joining us today. Um, if you want information, I urge you to go to the website spiracare.com, spiracare.com, or call 816-395-2939. If you're a broker, take the time to go over there and do a tour. If you're an employer and you want to see what it looks like, trust me, once you look at it, I think you're going to be convinced this is something worth pursuing. Uh, you know, it's pretty simple. Uh, it, it, simple, coordinated, and cost-effective care. That's really what we're talking about here, and they do a really good job of it at the Spira Care Centers. 
All right, Sarah, this is interesting. You said something um, on the break that I thought was interesting. When, when, when typically you would walk into a room in the past before you were at Spiracare, what's the one thing people wanted to know? How much is it going to cost that you're in here? And ultimately, I couldn't give them an answer. So uh-huh. the predictable part is really important. Um, behavioral health is so tied to long-term health conditions that a lot of people were rationing health care and essentially defaulting to just pills and not a lot of behavioral change. So the behavioral health interventions that I offer um, can really reinforce longer-term medical outcomes that are positive, that show change, that really um, can make someone's life better. But when they worry about the cost, they'll default to a no. And at SpiraCare, that's not something we have to deal with. Yeah, they default to a no, and then, doctor, they don't follow up and getting the treatment they need or solving their particular problem because they don't want to make the copay, they don't want to deal with the deductible, they don't want to deal with the co-insurance, or only have 10 visits allowed in this policy, whatever the case may be, right? Right, and and furthermore, by the time sometimes that we would get a referral placed and um, that patient was seen, they had lost interest in and going ahead and following through on it. And no so connectivity. No connectivity. Yeah, so it makes a big difference. So it's important to understand that, you know, when when, when the, the, the SpiraCare model, there are two models. There's, there's the basic model, with, uh, and then there is the HSA model, which is brand new. They're just offering the HSA. But let's just talk about the, 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 the actual, what I call the primary care model, if you will. And that is there, there are no deductibles, no coinsurance, and no copays for services inside the SpiraCare Center. So there, there is a, immediately when you tell your employees that they're like, really? I don't have to make a copay? I don't have a coinsurance? That's, that, that's a huge difference. And a little bit about the HSAs, doctor, and the way that they work now. Our, our um, members were really begging for an HSA product um, last year. And, and so this year we're rolling out the HSA product, which is accompanied by a flat fee that goes along with any uh, care that's received at the care centers. And so it's uh, affordable and predictable. It's a $60 charge for all services that are received in the care center the day of service. So that's amazing because you can do an HSA and still have access to the care center and the other models that are out there, you know, you cannot necessarily do that. So that is a, that, that's a really big deal. Let's talk about the hospitals uh, and you've got 3,600 physicians and 11,000 points of access uh, in and around the metro, but let's talk about the hospitals that are participating in this program with SpiraCare and Blue KC, doctor. Yes, our specific um, hospital systems are Children's Mercy Systems, um, Liberty Hospital, North Kansas City Hospital, Olathe Medical Center, Shawnee Mission Medical Center, Truman Medical Center Systems, uh, and University of Kansas Hospital. So we've got a wide network, you know, basically um, servicing in and around the, the metro um, where there's access to all kinds of care, uh, and it, it, you know, you would think <laughs> that pretty much covers it in terms of whether it's a, a significant issue with a child or whether it's a cancer issue. For instance, Shawnee Mission uh, Medical now with their new affiliation. Well, it's not new. In fact, this is their one-year anniversary, I think, uh, of their program with MD Anderson, which is the only access point to MD Anderson in this metro. So there's some pretty high-level care available being offered by these facilities um, uh, in and around the metro. And members still have access to our broader PPO network for their specialists, um, as you were saying. And so that that's a nice cushion as well. Yeah. And Sarah, one of the things that that, that I think is interesting is that um, uh, you know, if they, if they go through an evaluation, they, they see the primary care provider, they, they do some work with you, and it's determined now we need to go do this or do that. Mm-hmm. 
they don't have to do that, right? That That's done for them. Talk a little bit about that. We try to help coordinate and make sure that they're going somewhere that's both in-network and affordable and will provide the high-quality care that we expect them to receive. Um, when it's a mental health issue that requires a higher level of care, whether it's a hospitalization or inpatient, um, excuse me, outpatient programming, things like that, we work with New Directions Behavioral Health um, and get a case manager to help us make sure that they're seeing someone that is both high-quality and actually will meet their needs and is in network. So how important is that, doctor, when we come back to that connectivity issue? So, you know, I, I don't, who would I do this with? I can't remember. We, one of these shows we did where one of the folks talked about the fact, yeah, I'm, I'm too busy. I don't have time to, mm-hmm. I got a referral, but that <laughs> three months later, I still haven't gone to see uh, that specialist or deal with that particular issue, which means that issue is still sitting out there. Right. Um, as a medical issue that you're not addressing. So how important is that immediate ability to lay that out and get it done and put it in place? We think that's really important. We think about 80% of um, behavioral health needs can be managed in the care centers, maybe even more, Mm -hmm. Tara, um, uh, with the skilled hands of our behavioral health clinicians. And when that referral is needed to an outside specialist behavioral health clinician, Uh, of some sort, then we have what we call a curated network that New Directions has been uh, working with us on to really identify high-quality providers, as Sarah was saying. So pulling all that together at the end of the day, again, I'm going to come back to this because this employers uh, need to understand this and brokers, agents need to understand this. When you put all these components together, at the end of the day, you're providing superior service, better care, better connectivity, and simultaneously, you're lowering the cost. We are. We anticipate, the literature suggests that um, we are able to lower costs uh, significantly. Um, in uh, a paper that we published uh, in a pilot project we did, we lower costs by about 11% overall, which is uh, a huge reduction. Yeah, you're lowering costs and employers and, and members are having a better experience. You've got to be in the Blue KC network. You've got, you've got to be... Um, a Blue KC member. Um, it, you, so this is not a clinic you can walk into off the street. Um, if you want information on these, uh, the, the SpiraCare centers, the website is spiracare.com. The phone number is 816-395-2939, 816-395-2939. Take the time. You might be surprised what you learn. Thank you, doctor. Thank you, Sarah. We need to get you both back in here again. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. This was fun. And now I leave you with a thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. Thank you for joining us on America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, America.